This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show presented by Land Rover here on NBC Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Musto and I've just jumped upstairs from the TV set. My mate Robbie Earl, day off today, sat at home with his slippers on and pyjamas and probably Mrs Earl bringing him a cup of tea and maybe a little bit of cake. Robbie Earl, my friend, mm. big game of a big day of games again today. Some stories, some great results. What took your eye? What took my eye was Mrs. Earl's egg and bacon, uh, oh, right. first thing this morning. Mrs. Earl's constant tea in our, my two Robbie's mug. Beautiful. And not having to sit next to you, Musty, oh, and tell you why Leicester are going to win the league. But what took my eye today, mate, was the, the first game of the day, really, at Goodison Park, because it was a contrast of, of, of two teams who played in the FA Cup last weekend. And, uh, and Everton got a great win against Chelsea in quarterfinals. Arsenal lose to Watford, as well as lose to Barcelona midweek. And I thought, well, we're going to find out a little bit about these teams when they when they meet this morning uh, at Everton and my, my big question was will, will Arsenal be up for the fight will they have the stomach for the fight the answer was yes won the game in second gear at a canter to the point where Alexis Sanchez even sits in the stand for five minutes he was that easy against the Everton team he didn't have to bother and and, it, and, and what, what it came across to me Rob is there's a similarity in these two teams that they both almost got a split personality and today was a day for bad Everton and a day for good Arsenal and Arsene Wenger has to get some credit for that because he made some big decisions with his personnel that came good for him. I think so, and, and I like the uh, the midfield of Cochrane and El Nenny. I, mm. I just I just think in, in general structure of a team, I just personally prefer two kind of midfield generals, if you like. And we know that El Nenny yeah. can do a little bit of everything. He can get forward and, and get the odd goal, and he's been playing great uh, of late. And, uh, and Cochrane is more of a holding player, but I like the fact there's some stability in there. I think Awobi, Alex Awobi, we've seen him in little mm. cameos, Rob, and he's yeah. coming and he's looked sharp and he's looked bright. He's a teenager and just burst through a big core by the way to continue to play him he was good against Barcelona and Daniel Welbeck you know yeah. we've talked for weeks and weeks this season about your best mate Olivier mm -hmm. Giroud and how he's going to be the guy to bring them the championship and mm -hmm. I've kind of talked at times to Theo Walcott maybe he should get more of a run neither of them got a run both out of the team and I thought Welbeck did well and and just to expand on your point there about Everton mm -hmm. you know and Arsenal 
they're kind of similar, aren't they, in their, yeah, in their mentality? Yeah. I mean, Everton yeah. is almost like, and I don't want it to sound too harsh here, but they're almost like a poor man's Arsenal. Arsenal light. They, Arsenal well, yeah, because they've got yeah, great yeah. footballers. Mm, they play a lovely yeah. style of football when the conditions are right. But in certain situations, the mentality, the the, the kind of the, the durability of the mm. team isn't there. Uh, uh, yeah, there was a reaction from Arsenal, Rob, but I'm yeah. not going overboard on that. I no. thought Everton was so poor, so disappointing, that Everton's victory was too easy. Way too easy. They're so easy mm. to play against Everton. Every time Arsenal went forward, it looked like to me, well, they're going to score here. Two goals, could have had more. And um, just, 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 not, not, it's more than adequate, but a, but a comfortable Arsenal performance and a disappointing Everton one, in my opinion. Let me go back to, to a couple of things you said, because I just want to sort of focus on Arsenal and then we'll, we'll get into yeah. Everton and what they didn't do. A couple of things I just want to throw at you. So, El Nani has been impressive, I think, so, so far. He's found his way into the team. He's played a bit of cup football. He, he's now settled into the league and, and is having an influence. I'm just saying, when Santi Cazorla's back fit, and we're hearing that that might not be too long, when Aaron Ramsey's back fit, who's a better partner for Francis Coughlin? Or is Francis Coughlin maybe not the starter that we thought he was? You know, that, that's a big call. If you're saying they're better with two defensive yes. midfield players, does yes. that mean that, that, that Aaron Ramsey and Santi Cazorla have to play maybe in one of the more advanced positions to get the balance right in this team? Well, it's a brilliant question, and, it, and it's absolutely at the core of Arsene Wenger's strategy yeah, because what does Arsene he's do, not yeah. like me because he won't do what, <laughs> what I prefer. He won't. He likes Cazola in there and we know that Cazola's got this brilliant passing range. Mm. He's very, very good. But listen, call me old-fashioned. I like some protection in there so I would I would certainly go with these two. Now, mm. where that leaves Ramsey and Cazola that love to be in the centre and they can play the midfield role but look what's happened when they've been there. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's a good point. I think that Wenger hasn't made tough decisions in the past about moving some players out or keeping some players on the bench mm. because the balance of the team isn't quite right. He would rather play Ramsey next to Cazola and Ozil and, and Theo Walcott and everybody else and, er, and, and Sanchez as a, as, a, as a totally fluid way of playing. I think that the team need a little bit more structure and a little bit more defensive nature to the team uh, and that's the way that I would go but it's a good point and I'll tell you what, do you think any differently? Do you think Arsene Wenger's going to kind of go with me on this? Absolutely not. I don't no, think. I think Arsene does what Arsene does and he'll find a way for Santi Gazzola or, or it's Aaron Ramsey and, and he'll take that gamble. Um, he's not a pessimist. He, his glass, I think, is always half full the way he looks at it. He thinks they're going to dominate the ball. But what I would like to see with, with Arsene a little bit going forward and just before we move on to, to Everton is I'd like him to, to do horses for courses, Rob. There might be some games where they, against maybe some of the lower teams, they're going to dominate the ball. So maybe they don't need as much protection. But other days you will. And if, and if some days you need to put Giroud in, Put him in. Don't worry about what people say, whether he's not he's scoring or not. If you feel he's the right guy, just pick the right players for each game because it's almost getting to the stage where Arsenal almost need to go perfect if they're going to have any chance of winning the title, such is the way that Leicester continue to do their business. It's going to be interesting to see how that one goes. Let's also move to, to the other team who are involved today, Everton, who were, were poor, Rob, weren't they? This, this group of players at times can be so good against Chelsea and be up for the game and then all of a sudden, as we said, a little bit like Arsenal, or like. They, they just don't quite seem up for... They don't have the robust, the steel, the, the, the determination to, to keep clean sheets, to, to, to stop goals going in against them. It doesn't seem to hurt them enough. 
Listen, uh, uh, their defensive record at home is the worst. Yeah. They conceded more goals at home than Aston Villa. Mm. I mean, and the worrying thing for me is that there's no sign of improvement. And the worrying thing for me, again, is that this back four in terms of individuals is good. Seamus yeah. Coleman, Leighton Baines, Phil Jagielka, huge experienced international player, Funes Mori or John Stones, and, and a decent goalkeeper in Robles. That's a decent back four. I don't get it. I don't get how it must be protection, Rob. It must be yeah. team defending, in inverted commas, that they don't work on, they don't want to do, or Martinez has a blind spot towards it because that has been evident all season long and he's not changing it. Well, what really was interesting today, Rob, is usually when Roberto Martinez comes out and has his press conference, he sometimes and says a few things and we look at each other when, when we're hearing it and say is he what's the same game I have to say today he was very honest and he was very refreshing when he was asked about his team performance uh, the disappointment of today is that we were never clear in what we were do going to do we were second best I thought Arsenal had a, a bigger bite I think he had more intensity you're looking at two teams that weren't played on Wednesday and we, we looked like the team that had an extra game, an extra travelling. It was so disappointing. It's the contrast of the performance that we had seven days ago and today is, is difficult, difficult to explain. Well, it should explain it. And, and why is it difficult to explain? I mean, it, it's something that, that is not acceptable. They're, what are they now, mid-table mm. in the league? They're 12th position, 12th, Rob, yeah. with some of the yeah. best uh, young players in the Barclays Premier League. And we should have the conversation, by the way. We should have the conversation yeah. because we get hit up on Twitter and on social media. And well, what about Martinez? Why mm. is he under, isn't under pressure like Arsene Wenger is? You know, he's had time with his squad. The first season was brilliant. And, and it was kind of the start of this, this whole new era for Everton football club last season i get it with the europa league it's harder there's no excuses this season no excuses mm. are you telling me that some of the teams that's above them in the league yeah. should west be Bromage west Albion. Bromage Albion and southampton and stoke, stoke city yeah absolutely so i think the guy is going to be under pressure he's underperforming mm. uh with this squad and we love him he's the nicest yeah. guy in the world yeah. um but he's not doing the job right now robbie L. no and with the investment that's come in robert comes expectations will come a pressure i don't think his job's under real threat it, towards the end of the season, although, do you guess what? I've heard a few names being thrown out. Eddie Howe was one who somebody said would be a good fit in the Martinez role, but I don't think he's under that much pressure, Rob. But I think going forward, if he starts next season not in good form, I can see something happening very quickly at that football club because they can't afford to be away from that top four, top six for too long with this group of players and, you know, ad adding quality t to the group that they've already got. So I think there's a few uh, problems for Roberto. And, and I did put a tweet out, and I know you, you, you saw a couple of responses. I said today there was two managers on the sidelines. Which of them were under sort of more pressure, Arsene Wenger or Roberto Martinez? And does winning silverware, so the FA Cup for Everton or the, or the title for Arsene Wenger sort of put things at rest. Does that paper over some of the cracks for, for either manager? And I know you, you saw some interesting yeah. responses on, on Twitter. Yeah, Radio Marinescu says Wenger has job security with the board. Martinez is probably gone if Everton doesn't qualify for Europa League. I disagree with that. I think he is safe. Uh, Mima says uh, Martinez is the more under pressure. Wenger under pressure from fans and media. His bosses are happy. And Mika Maria Buchner says both for sure. Different firing squads. Either way, I hope both stay on next season. And, and Go on then, Musti. For you, Arsene Wenger, talk, talk to me about his future safe? Will he be manager of Arsenal start of next season? There's two questions here. He 
will be safe. He will continue, in my opinion. But regardless I think of whether they win the league or not, I think he'll stay because the board and etc. will allow him to continue for his last year. Mm, I think I it's agree. time for a change. I think that the, 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 the club are not moving forward after spending money. The same problems that are always there with mentality and some playing issues and some recruitment issues. I think somebody else could do a better job with this squad of players. And Roberto Martinez, just does he start the season next season as Everton manager? Yeah, he does. He does, but uh, under under severe pressure. I mean, he's got to get off to a good start. We know they've got new money coming in. He's got to do better. This has been another disappointing campaign. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with you there, mate. In a week where Arsenal lost to Watford and Barcelona in the cup competitions, but to be fair, they showed they had the stomach for the fight in the chase for the Premier League title. So, we're talking about titles. We're going to discuss Leicester City after the break. They had a date at the Palace. We'll discuss their victory again. And finally find out what, to me, is the most important thing. Is Robbie Musto on board the Foxy's Roadshow? You're listening to Two Robbie's Radio Show as presented by Land Rover. We'll be back in a moment. Back at you with more next. This is NBC Sports Radio. For the sports coverage that never, never slows down, it's NBC Sports Radio. All sports 24-7. Because our game never stops. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. With the new Land Rover as your companion, you'll see adventure wherever you go. Own the wilderness and the urban jungle alike. Visit your local Land Rover retailer for special offers on the award-winning Range Rover Evoque, the versatile Range Rover Sport, and the spacious Discovery Sport at their own The Adventure sales event. Lease the 2016 Discovery Sport SE for $399 per month for 39 months with $3,495 plus taxes, title, and fees due at signing. Includes a $1,000 bonus credit now through March 31st. Visit LandRoverUSA.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond. So, in summing up, Your Honour, my case for Leicester City, 19 wins most in the league, three defeats fewest in the league, 54 goals scored most in the league, an eight-point gap as we stand with seven games to go, with no signs of pressure, with outstanding match management. That, Your Honour, is my case for the (laughs) Barclays Premier League winners this year, Leicester City. Robbie Musto, over to you. Uh, Difficult to argue. Um, Change. I have changed my opinion so much on the champions. I'm embarrassed to do it again, (laughs) and I'm not doing it. So, you started with. Didn't you start with Chelsea or Man United? Did you start with? Don't even go there. And then Manchester City. Uh, do you want anybody else before you go to Leicester? Listen, I'm on Spurs at the moment, and I'm not going to change on Spurs to win the title. All that being said, of course, trying to cover himself desperately, Leicester City, I tell you. It's like, you know what? Every weekend I go into the studio and I think, you know what? This is difficult. Crystal Palace away. Leicester, they can't keep this going. They can't keep keeping clean sheets with this back four. They can't keep scoring brilliant goals or different people stepping up at different times to score match 
match-winning goals, and they keep doing it. And you know what? When you watch them play today, yeah. I'm look, I'm sat there thinking they ain't going to get. They, no one's going to score against them, and someone's mm. going to find a way to get through. They keep going. They're relentless. They have got it figured out in the middle of the park with Kante mm. and Drinkwater, wow. yeah. and somebody steps up up forward to score goals. The, the fans are going crazy, and mm. absolutely, and it's a solid, hard-working, compact with talented footballers just doing the business. I'm telling you now, Spurs have got a massive game tomorrow, which we'll talk mm. about, um, but they look really, really good for the title, which is incredible to say. Yeah, it's interesting, Rob, because I know, you know, going back, and, and, and I know we, we joked about this, but, but maybe, say, a month ago, you were saying something might change the mentality, and I was of the opinion that I don't think it does. I think where these players have come from, I think the, the, the players that they've been, the, the fight that they had to, to stay I'm gonna up last season. I'm going to make an argument for that. I'm going to make a little bit of an I, I argument, still, I still don't think... I don't think it... I think, listen, if... If they don't win the title, they don't win the title for, for a number of reasons. Somebody might make a bad mistake in a game. Somebody's form can be bad, could drop between now and then. But I don't think f mm. the pressure, I don't think it's like in their mind they're going to lose this, this game because they just don't look to me like that group of player. I mean, it's a very different thing, and I don't want to make it in any way align myself to how well Leicester are doing. But Leicester are a bit like uh, we were at Wimbledon. We, we used to go to places, the bigger the places, the better, and we never worried about the opposition. It was just about us. It was just going there and doing what we're doing and I get the sense that's the mentality that last, this Leicester group have got whether it's Palace whether it was it's Watford who, who are difficult whether it's Newcastle with Rafa whether it, it, it's Chelsea or Man United or Arsenal it's like come on bring it on we're, we're, we're Leicester City and, and there's just a mindset around this group that makes me think it isn't going to be that if they don't win the title it, it, it could well be something else let, let me just throw in something at you and, and see what you say to this. Go on. Because I think before today, by the way, yeah. was an absolutely typical, excellent, Top. normal, counter-attacking Leicester City performance. Mm. Let yeah. me say, the yeah. last three or four games, yeah. I think they have been different. I think they have yeah. been a bit more cautious. They found... Mm. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm yeah. saying it's different, Robbie Earl. I'm saying it's different. They weren't winning 1-0 uh, in the first half of the season, that sort of game. They have changed a little bit. And I said mm. to you, a few weeks yeah. ago, I was worried about any type of change to their football. That being said, I think they have changed a little bit, but it's worked out for them. Uh, and, and that's my, that's my kind change, of... Change, uh, you need to ju just let, let's go back to that. Changes in what? Changes in approach? Changes change, in the way they play? Changes in their approach and changes in the, in the way they play mm, a little bit to be a bit not, more defensive. Can't and I'm say not saying I'm going to totally them. agree with that. Yeah, but I can't listen say, me out. Let me make okay, one more point yeah, on it. I think, on. and I'm not saying it's all their um, decision to change yeah. I think teams they've played against uh, are playing in a different way. Correct. And that is changing the way that Leicester play. Now, again, mm. I, I know I'm, I'm kind of scratching a little bit here um, because they found ways to win. My worry going into this game, Rob, was that the one nails couldn't mm. continue. The, 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 the different players stepping up wasn't going to continue. And I'm wrong because it yeah. has continued. And today, for me, was back to normal Leicester City where I'm thinking they look a confident bunch mm. that are back to their best in this match. Can I ask you one question, Rob, and this Go is ahead. the point, just just to try and it'll, it'll give me a better understanding of your point. If this was Chelsea winning 1-0 under Mourinho, 
you'd be, I think you'd be saying, maybe we don't enjoy it, but this is what Chelsea do. This is how you win titles. You make sure you want. I agree. You win I agree. But that's my what Leicester City are doing because they've got Riyad Mahrez isn't playing anywhere near the, the top of his game now. He actually looked today a little bit leggy on one or two occasions, but he come up with a big moment when it mattered. I mean, drink water and Kante are just like yeah. there's energy to burn from, from those two in midfield. They keep driving it forward, and at the back, it was interesting today. They don't take any chances. Robert Huth, I thought, did a couple of old-fashioned whacked a couple of people early in the first five minutes, Rob. He caught Zaha, he caught Balassi, he, he kind of went with the referee, didn't get himself a yellow card like he used to be able to do in the old days. And there's all those things. This group's quite an experienced group. The more I look at them, the more I think, you know what, there's some, there's some decent old heads in, in this group. I don't think they're going to be as affected. No, you're right. Listen, it continues. The dream continues. It's mm. an amazing story. And as the weeks go by, they look stronger and stronger. Let's just hit on a couple Palace. of other big results today. And can uh, we go quickly on Palace? Go on then, quickly on Palace. Yeah, just, go on then. Just a little, little bit of a word oh. for, for, for Alan Pardew. A couple of things this week. I noticed his programme note today were all centred around Jamie Carragher and talking about the penalty that the, the, they conceded against Liverpool. Didn't mention the penalty that they got against um, Reading in the FA Cup. And Rafa Benitez, last week, when he was asked after the, his first game at Leicester said I, I, he wasn't going to get involved in the things he couldn't control. I get the sense Alan Pardew needs to do the same thing. Alan, concentrate on your team and think about where you are because at the moment they're in danger of being the club that's too good to go down that ends up in, in, a, in a real dogfight. They're in it. They're in it. And, and i, I got to be honest with you, I didn't think it was ever going to get to this, but Norwich's victory uh, brings them closer. Mm. And it's just very, very strange because you've got a sense that they are playing well again, but they can't get results. It's just it's just amazing, Rob, to see them as well struggle the way yeah. they have. OK, mate, let's take a break. We'll be back uh, for the next segment. We will talk about the Manchester derby uh, and talk about Chelsea and West Ham. We'll talk about the top four. So much more. You're listening to the two Robbies on NBC Sports Radio. Back in the mill. You're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show. Online and on demand. This is NBC Sports Radio and NBCSportsRadio.com, where every day is game day. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover. Now, Robbie, my friend, mm. let's turn our attention on the ever-tight, ever-more interesting race for the top four. West Ham United, if they had won this game today, they drew away at Chelsea. If they had won this game, they'd be in fourth spot right now. Another mm. remarkable story, but they didn't. It was 2-2, and they were very unlucky. The penalty that Chelsea got um, was outside the box. We showed mm. the replays. It was outside. A penalty was awarded. So Cesar scored to level the game at 2-2. West Ham, by the way, what a season they're having. Yeah, it's, you know, it's surprising. We're in mid-March, Chelsea out of everything, nothing really to go for. Almost the season can't come quick enough to end, I don't think, for Chelsea. Mm. They get their new manager, Conte, looks like it's going to be him in place. And then kind of knock this, this squad and this team and this group into shape to get them ready and, 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 and in the right place for, um, for a title attempt next season. But I, I just was looking at a team like, you know, 
basketball terms, they're saying it's March Madness, isn't it, this month? Well, March Madness happens in the Premier League. I was looking at Leicester City, Rob, 25 points ahead of Chelsea as we stand up. I mean, yeah, 25... I mean, it's absolutely crazy. But one team who, who I don't think we both thought would be up there at this stage was West Ham. And as you said, they were a bit unlucky today. Got 1-0 up, got 2-1 up and got pegged back. And the second one certainly was, was a debatable penalty. It looked to me like it was just on the outside of the box when the contact between Antonio and Loftus-Cheek came. But those things sometimes go against you. But in fairness, he, he keeps this team going, um, Slavin Bilic. And I just wonder if it could be a, be one of those kind of defining weekends. Because just you've just got to think, if Manchester United were to win the Manchester derby, and we, we're going to talk about that, then between Manchester City, West Ham and Manchester United would be one point. You know, City on 51, West Ham and Manchester United on 50 points. That ever-tightening race for four spot. And in some respects, going down the track now, there's no pressure on West Ham. This is all bonus if they're in there for Man City and for Manchester United, dependent obviously with City with Champions League for them going forward. This could be a very important place to, to, to get to finish in the league. Yeah, I mean, I think just just West Ham, just finishing up on them real quick is just... The story is the signings. I mean, Lanzini's first goal today for West Ham, brilliant in the top corner from distance. Dimitri Payet, again, as good as ever in the mm. game. You can go through this lineup, Rob Creswell, uh, Coyote. Yeah. Just just great Antonio, business. Yeah. yeah, there's just a bunch of them. It's just a great story. They're going to continue. You're absolutely right on Chelsea. Nothing more to say on Chelsea. Mm. They need a new manager. They need some changes to that football club. They need a, a, a spark of energy. Mm. And, d and don't worry about that. If it is Conte's going to take over, he is going <laughs> to absolutely change that football club. Let's move on to the juicy stuff. Kick off at noon Eastern time on NBC SN tomorrow. Manchester City hosts Manchester United in another big Manchester derby. You'd expect them to be right at the top of the league. They're not. They've had a, a disappointing, almost nightmare season mm. in some ways, particularly for Manchester United. What are you thinking for this one? Well, I, I have to say I think City start as favourites. I mean, we'll, we'll see a reaction from Manchester United after disappointment of uh, uh, the defeat again to, uh, to Liverpool in, in the Europa League. Big thing for City, obviously, there's, there's no Vincent Company. We're in the recurrence of cough, uh, cough injury, whether it's same or, or not cough. Worry now for Company, for me, Robin. We've both been in a situation where I start to think... He, he, He's in a situation where he starts to doubt his body. You know, you go into games and you're not sure you can fully extend yourself and play well. That, that's not a good thing for an individual. That's not a good thing for a player who's as influential as Vincent Company is on that group for Manchester City. But all that being said, I do think that City, having got through in the Champions League, will focus in on this. They know this is a big game. This yeah. can almost put United out, out of the running, really, or, or make it very difficult for Manchester United in what's been a, you know, a start of a bad week for for Louis van Gaal I just think City will be up for it and in the end I think they'll have a little bit too much you? I do I do yeah you know what I, I think it would be tighter than that I, I'm mm. worried about their defensively Otamende's uh, injured, injury down yeah. as well Dimichelis and Mangala at the back with the, the, some youthful pace that Manchester United have got mm. I get you and normally you know we have questioned and criticised Man City's kind of determination or attitude yeah. in games this is the Manchester derby so they're going to mm. be up for it it's yeah. a fascinating mix mate of, of a team that's, that's full of money, full of cash, full of experience against a, a team that Van Gaal has put together, Rob, that, that mm. just... I mean, it's great to see young players coming through, but but so many, so yeah. many at the same time. It's His decisions much, over a period of time have meant that this squad and this team look so weak. It yeah. looks so weak as a Manchester United team. And I think, you know, way back, I've, I've kind of been more supportive of Van Gaal, but mm. we're getting to a situation, Robbie Earl, where if he loses this game, and yeah. it's going to be really difficult, 
difficult to win away at the Etihad. Then is that the time? The, the top well, the top four will be pretty much mm. out. He said it in his press conference, they're gonna be out of it. Then the question has to be, mm. do you kind of allow him to continue in the FA Cup and, and make a decision at the end of the season, or do you say He's not going to stay on. There's too much evidence now that he's not taking his club forward. Mm. Ryan Giggs, there you go. There you go. Here's your little opportunity to change things around. And maybe Seven, make games, the point yeah. that you're saying, that mm. you're saying, and other pundits have said that this squad, these players are better than what we're seeing yeah. under Van Gaal. I happen to, in a lot of ways, disagree with that. I think the squad isn't very good. I don't think any new manager coming is going to get much more out of this group of players. I, I look at, at the, the game midweek in the Europa League th Thursday um, at Old Trafford, Rob, and I look at the two, the two managers, and I know they may be at different parts of the career, the different age, etc. But I look at Jurgen Klopp, and I, I was thinking, switch the managers around, put Klopp in charge of Manchester United, put Louis van Gaal in, in charge of Liverpool. I think Klopp wins the game. I think he inspires people more. I think he can he can push the buttons more. I think there's a way of, of working. I think there's a he builds up a, a relationship, a rapport with people. He hasn't been in the job that long, but this guy can affect a game what, with his actions on the touchline, with his relationship with his players. I don't get the sense with Louis Van Gaal. Louis Van Gaal doesn't know where the touchline is, apart from when he goes there and has a dive down and then gets back up. And <laughs> his Do you know, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying, Rob. To me, that's where I see, as much as he's tried and it's been a difficult job, we know, for Louis Van Gaal, it's almost like time's come up now. It's almost like mm. I'm not surprised anymore that, that they lose to, to, to Liverpool, where, you know, games that they didn't used to lose. They lose to certain teams. that they, they, I don't think they'll, they'll, they'll win the derby. I'm not surprised anymore because that's the state of where I've got with Louis Van Gaal and Manchester United. They're, they're no longer... They have to start come to real, realisation. They're no longer the force in English football that they were many years ago. And some of the decisions, by the way, he made in the transfer market, they're not playing. Memphis to buy Morgan Schneidlin, yeah. expensive players, mm. Robbie Earl, and still Marion Fellaini gets in the team in front of him. You're still looking mm. at a team yeah. with young <laughs> Lingard mean, and Rashford and Martial and Varel. I mean, it's Even just... Schweinsteiger, Rob, I looked at exactly. him the other day, and Not he looks playing. like he's enjoying a bit of Manchester, by the way. He looks like he, he's put a pound or two on, and he's enjoying the sights and sounds. And, and you know, you, as a manager, you've just talked about Slavin Bilic and West Ham. One of the biggest things for managers for success is bringing in players and those players doing well for your football club. And there hasn't been enough for, for, for Louis van Gaal, who he's brought in, whether it's his recruitment or Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward wasn't, a vet, wasn't good enough to get the players. But of the players that they've brought in, there's very few, Martial probably apart, that you can say has really looked like a good signing. Yeah, and, and just, you know, when I, when I look at him and this football club going forward, it's just, it hasn't gone forward. No. And now, Robbie Earl, a lot of those injured players, not all of them, but a lot of them are coming back to fitness now. The mm. back four, apart from Varela, kind of, you know, Rojo's back and Blin and Smalling mm. and Carrick and, and Fellaini and Mata. There is some experience there and they're still not doing it. I mean, I, I don't know. Time, time, as the season shakes out, you learn more stuff and yeah. the fact that United have a, have a, have a weak team and that signing haven't worked out. It all goes mm. back to the manager. So listen, what he's done before this in this season, Rob, he, he's kind of he's bounced back. And it wouldn't surprise me if he goes to Etihad, he wins the game. <laughs> they're still in the FA Cup, and this thing kind of bumbles and bounces mm, along. Not guess, so sure. Well, but, but not but so it, sure. it could happen, but mate. It could happen. Let, let's just talk quickly about City before we take our, our, our last break. Just in terms of, of what's Pep Guardiola taking over with that group? Of, with that group, it's. 
I know there's talent, Rob, and I know there's good players, but I still think there's something inherently missing. As, as, and, I, and I put them in a similar category to Chelsea. You know, it's not ability, because if it was ability, they, they'd still be up there in the top four, both, both, both City and, and Chelsea. But there's that, that drive, that heart, that hunger, that I think both managers coming into both of these big clubs are, are, are going to have to find and make sure that they, they bring it in. Yeah, he's. I think he's got some good attacking flair, some good attacking talent. He's got to. He's got to address the whole of the back four. The whole of the back four. And there's a midfield balance, right? Is 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 is, is, is he, well, is, you know, is Yoyo going to be part of it? Fernandinho no, and, and yeah. Fernando, or are they going to be good enough as a pair? Does he bring one in to 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 inspire that? Does Fabian Delph have a bigger role to play? I just think when you talk about balance in teams like Arsenal, you know, when you've got all that attacking flair that City have got. You, it, it's imperative you shut the back door and you make it secure. They would love to have Sergio Busquets come into Manchester City that knows him, knows the style of play, super controlling, really good on the ball. Philip Lahm, a defender that can play. He's going to want defenders that can play. Otamendi, company, uh, sorry, company apart, Mangala, Di Michelis, come on. They've got to get new defenders, new fullbacks. I mean, with De Bruyne and Sterling and Silva and Aguero, there's some good players there to work with mm. and he will make them better. But he's going to want to bring in four or five players into this starting eleven to get them somewhere near what he wants. Now, whether he gets those in the first um, transfer window in the summer, we'll have to wait and see, but there is a lot of work to do, in my opinion, at Manchester City. Yeah, work to do at both the big Manchester clubs, I believe, mate. We're, we're going to take a last break, and we'll turn our attention to the Tyneweir Derby. With Norwich winning today, that's put a load of pressure on both these teams, so can Rafa kick things off at Newcastle, or will start some kind of arrest the slide at Sunderland? Two big managers, two big clubs, one huge match, and we'll also touch on Spurs, they need to keep winning as they play dangerous Bournemouth team at White Hart Lane and Liverpool, can they get the concentration on league points after the emotional victory at Old Trafford in Europa you're listening to the Two Robbie Football Show presented by Land Rover on NBC Sports Radio I don't mean to nag you but how long is this going to take Oh, suck it up. It won't be too long. Just keep your pants on or off. I don't care, whatever makes you more comfy. NBC Sports Radio will be right back Again, shall we? It's the Two Robbies Football Show, brought to you by Land Rover. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. We're online and on demand. NBCSportsRadio.com, where every day is game day. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover. With a new Land Rover as your companion, your will adventure wherever you go. Own the wilderness and the urban jungle alike. Visit your local Land Rover retailer for special offers on the award-winning Range Rover Evoque, the versatile Range Rover Sport, and the spacious Discovery Sport at the Own the Adventure sales event. Lease the 2016 Discovery Sport SE for $399 per month for 39 months with $3,495 plus taxes, title, and fees due at signing. Includes a $1,000 bonus credit now through March 31st. Visit LandRoverUSA.com or call one Find 4WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond. Well, Bobby Musto, we had some moving and we had some shaking at the bottom of the Premier League today. Norwich got a great win against West Bromwich Albion, courtesy of a Robbie Brady goal. It now gets them three points clear of the drop. Swansea's win against hapless Aston Villa, 36 points, almost makes them safe. 
which leads us very nicely to a certain time we're derby tomorrow that is... People were calling it a six-pointer, and you know how Earl likes to exaggerate a little bit. This is probably one of the most important time we're derbies yep. that I can remember. This yep. is a 60-pointer. 6-0, six Robbie Musto. It's that big. <laughs> And all the millions that go with it, by the yeah, way, for correct. staying in the league. So, absolutely the biggest I can ever remember. Uh, and basically, one, if not two of these teams, are going down. Yeah. That's how big it is. That's how one. it changes down there. Yeah, well, Norwich City, mate. I mean, they, they've got a mm. good result today. And it, it puts pressure on these two to somebody go out and get the three points. I think the main thing in this game, and i got to say it, because yeah. Sam Allardyce said it three or four times in his press conference, that he wants his players to... To, to, to keep their emotional control. Yeah. He's given them days mm. off. Yeah. He's trying to relax them. In contrast He's to Rafa, hasn't he? Rafa's been doing double sessions because he wants to get the work in. Sam's gone the other way and said it's about being mentally right and, and he's given his, his team days off. Interesting one, Rob, because I was thinking if I was a player... I think I'd rather be training than not sitting at home thinking about it. I don't know. I don't know where you are. Mm. Uh, you know what? I, I think in different circumstances, it, it, it goes for different preparations. Mm. I'm okay if I'm a Newcastle player. Absolutely, I want to be there every minute to figure yeah. out how yeah. to, to get better. If I'm Sunderland. Yeah, why not? Let's just chill out a little bit. Have confidence, have mm. plenty of rest, get your mind away from the sport a little bit and get ready for this yeah. big game. I mean, Rafa Benitez, Rob, I mean, of course, the, the, the loss in the first game is not yeah. great to Leicester City. That's a difficult match. But I think there were signs there mm. that he's improved. Some organisation, wasn't there? A little yeah, bit of the responsibility. The, the but where are they scoring? Front. Uh, where are they mm. scoring? That's, that's the problem. They have to score in this game. Yeah, Mitrovic, Wijnaldum, Sissoko looks a little bit off form. So, you, in these situations, and we've all been down there, Robbie, it's like you've got to give confidence, haven't you, to, to your front men. It's no use sort of having a go of them. It's no use kind of putting them in a corner. You, you kind of want to tell them how good they are, remind them that they can score goals and that, you know, they can get on a run now. They could be the hero that, that keeps this team up because it's not like you can bring anyone else in. It's not like they've got anybody else to, to come into the team who's going to change things that much. He's got to work with the group that he's used to working with. He's got to find a way of just eking that little bit of confidence, that little bit of arrogance that all good strikers have when they're in a bit of form. You've got to somehow get some of these players into that mode, into that mentality to give yourself a chance. Hey, quick which dressing room would Ooh, you want to be in tomorrow? Which which one do you want to be in? I want to be in Rafa's. I want to be in Rafa's. I just so don't. I, I think that, that Sam's got a problem. I think, and I said it when he took the job, and I'm not being wise after the event. I said this is the hardest job I think Sam Allardyce has taken in the Barclays Premier League yeah. because of the group of players. Sam's always had what I call a couple of lieutenants, a couple of older hands who will look after the dressing room, make sure players are doing the jobs. Can sometimes when the manager doesn't have to come in and, and have a go at players. They'll do it for him. So he's had the, the Nolans in the past and he's had the, the, the um, people at, at Bolton that he, that he had, good pros, good people around him who, who've worked for him. I look at this group and, and I know he's got O'Shea and Brown and people like that who, who've had good, good careers at Manchester United but there's lots in this group I don't fancy, Rob. And, and, and here's my point when I look at Sunderland. If Sunderland get relegated, and it's, a, it's a, club, a possibility, of most clubs that go down, there's always somebody, there's always somebody who um, you, you think, I'll buy him. Who's that guy? Well, listen, there's plenty they need to buy, mate. But listen, we've run out of time. <laughs> we've got so much to go through. We've got better games. Um, but time's up, mate. 
Yeah, well, we'll have to call it a, a, a day. We, obviously, big games for Liverpool, big games for Spurs. Just time to make sure that if you want to subscribe to iTunes, you'll be able to download the Two Robbies radio shows. And you can also catch the Two Robbies podcast each and every week in association with Land Rover. And don't forget, if you want to contact us, the Two Robbies NBC on Twitter. Just time to recognise the tweet of the day. That was Mika Lika for her thoughts on Wenger and Martinez. Make sure you drop us a direct message at your address and we'll get that score from the post to you. Thanks for listening. It's getting exciting in the season, reaching a boil nicely. We're back next Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern time here on NBC Sports Radio to get to grips with all the big stories in this crazy Premier League season. Until then, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good, good night. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's flex.amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.